Okay, welcome to Podcast 4 for Soul Inspired Leadership. Today, it's the topic we're talking about is insecurity, a cause for volatile leadership behaviour. Over the time of my coaching assignments, I quite often get called in, and I've mentioned this before, for remedial action. And it's usually the volatilities of a leadership's behaviour, a leader's behaviour, behaviour is causing the issue. One of them I see more often uh, is, to me, it's their insecurity that's causing the volatility. Antoinette, I welcome you to the podcast. Hi, Ross. And given your experience as a complementary health practitioner, how does this relate to, to me, it's all cellular memory is underpinning insecurity. So how do you, what's your take on this? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ross. Yeah, so I get a lot of clients that have that same issue about insecurities. And for me, it what where it stems from is mainly um, the way how they were brought up as children. They often get the message, you're not good enough or you can't do that uh, from their parents yeah, uh, yeah. or that's, from teachers. And it creates, of course, a, an internal belief about themselves that then is imprinted on a cellular level. Not only this, it also creates an energetic um, block that over the time gets re-imprinted again and again because unfortunately what happens is that our mind, uh, once it um, fixes itself on a certain belief, it tries to create again and again certain situations that emphasize or re-validate um, that Validate that, yeah, 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 I see those patterns. So yeah. that energetic block becomes bigger and bigger and then, of course, at one point when they are at work, uh, it starts to escalate. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, and and that's and I um, where I see it come out in the volatility is it's because uh, uh, I'm into complementary behaviours, right? So the complementary behaviour of uh, um, I must get better, I, I need mm-hmm. to get better because mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. good enough mm-hmm. is your own self acceptance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and if people are totally full of self acceptance, they, they're arrogant. But at the other end of the scale is I'm not good enough. The key is to be balanced in both. Um, so yes, you you should always be have the mindset. I'm have some humility that I can always get better. Mm-hmm. However, I'm pretty good where I am at the moment. That's to me. That's that the balance. When someone is like that, that comes into uh, a very balanced behaviour and consistent behaviour in the workplace. But when people are um, very critical of themselves because they've been criticised all their life and they tend to keep thinking they're not good enough. They put on a fence around them to protect themselves and they become very uh, defensive. Mm-hmm. They put on a, uh, put up a fence, this is one way. And I also see that um, often that they have this innate desire to uh, amass more and more titles or do more and more workshops because there's always that feeling of yeah if I don't do this additional uh, degree I'm not good enough or I'm not seen 
as an authority in my uh, yeah, type yeah. of work, yeah. And sometimes I, I, when I sit there, obviously I'm not in their shoes, so I have a little bit more distance. I'm thinking, you're working like a hamster in a wheel, just to prove yourself to everyone else. And if, as you said, if that would be a little bit more balanced, they would tick off certain things that they're doing at the moment just to prove and to enjoy life more and to, to mm, be more yeah, at ease yeah. with themselves. And, and look, it, it, it does have, it's an, a, quite an internal conflict. So, so at the other end of that scale, as I was saying, um, people are super defensive all the time that are very quite arrogant because I'm perfect, um, I don't need improvement. Um, under a lot of pressure, they then become very ultra-critical of themselves. The same thing goes for the people who criticise themselves quite regularly. Under pressure, they'll then become very defensive because, to me, it's a wall. It's like, I've already criticised myself, so don't you criticise me, mm. so they'll, they'll defend mm -hmm. what they've done. It's just an automatic reaction. Uh, and, and see, and that's the volatility because it's quite a dynamic and aggressive behaviour's defence mechanism because you, you tend to lash out to defend yourself. It's like fighting. We, we lash out to defend. We don't sit in a in corner and crowl to, as a defensive mechanism, right? It's an aggressive. So that causes this aggressive behaviour. Either people are too arrogant and aggressive or people are very insecure and become aggressive, and they're the worst ones because it's volatile, it's volatile, mm. and no one expects them to do it. And suddenly, suddenly it pops up, yeah. right? Yeah. So how do you, Ross? How do you then work with that um, in your coaching? It's it. Well, it's the reason why I brought this up, and why we're talking about it today. I mean, some of the coaching elements that we go and we work through with people, they're motivated enough to be better leaders, and they can work on some of the behaviours, which we're going to going to cover probably over the next several weeks. Um, this one I brought up, we bring up first because to me it causes, it underpins a few issues with leadership and it's one of the hardest ones to, for people to get over mm. um, because that's why I, I believe it's a real deep-rooted core and I agree with you, Antoinette, that it's come probably from childhood. It's been hanging with them a long time. Some other behaviours that reflects leaders in the workplace is something that they've learnt from the workplace and they've kept doing it because it's of the consequences, etc., etc., of those behaviours, they keep doing it. But this one is deeper and it's always the hardest one that I get some of my clients, if they've got that issue, to overcome. Hmm. So how do you do that? Because Remember, I, I mentioned in the in another podcast beforehand that a lot of time coaches don't have the tools to really dig deep and find where is the source, where is the root cause. How do you deal with this? How do you help your clients? Well, it's, yeah, it's an interesting one because some of the ones on the surface, people go, "Oh, yeah, look, I, look, I've had that experience at this place where I work, in this place, and that's what I thought you'd do, right?" It, when it comes to that one, it it, it can be an issue. So it's just a matter of connecting with your client, asking certain questions where the realisation comes from within. Mm -hmm. Would you? It, it's got to come from within from them. It's, and you can tell it's um, pretty deep-rooted because some people do... Re 
they're again, they've got that mechanism of protection around mm. them. But at ta- at, and at times I can't get that low because I don't have the time, as you mentioned. Um, I just don't have the time because the employer's not paying me enough to, to, enough hours to, to, to try to uncover it. What do you then suggest to your clients? Well, some people do come to it, right? Well, I ask questions and they, can unco- and they do bring it up and, and we start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I suggest, we're designing services, products and services at Silence by Leadership to help make coaches more robust. They can actually cover some of those issues. So that's that's why we um, uh, that's what we want to why, why we're here is because it gets to some of these people and helps some people that it's very hard to help them otherwise. Mm-hmm. So. Are there any particular questions that you would ask your clients when you work with this um, topic? Well, I, it, it, I tend to tend to focus on so. So, how did you get on school? What were you? I mean, I talk about that, and 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 it sort of brings you try to bring back memories. I don't just come out and say so. What did your parents? How did they communicate with you? I try to bring up some issues mm. where they reflect back. And then that, then it tends to to come to the surface so a little bit more easily, yeah. right? That's the same uh, in my work. Very, I mean, a, a few times, I noticed that a client wouldn't actually link that belief to the behaviour that they that they yeah. uh, have. And when we then in our work together, when we um, when I guide the client further and further back into their younger years, then it's suddenly like, oh my God, yes, this is what my uh, dad always used to say to me. Um, and yeah, now this makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. But at the beginning, they would never connect this need to prove themselves with that belief about themselves. Yeah. And see, once... Once they connect, then they can deal with it. Yes, exactly. Because it's sitting way in their subconscious, that and you're right, and they connect. Once they talk about it, it's like, I've brought it to the surface. Mm. Ah, now my conscious mind can mm. help deal with this, and I can let it go. And it takes a lot of weight off their shoulders. Yes. So That is one. Yeah. And the other thing is that once they're aware of it, they can make different choices. Yeah, they don't have to run in the same pattern That's anymore. Right. That's yeah. right. That's right. So look, it's been an interesting little podcast, and yes. it's something dear to my heart. Is the is is this issue because it really does affect people's uh, emotionally, and if, which then manifests in their leadership abilities. Yeah, I also find it always exciting when when clients then come back and report, hey. The, I have felt, I'm feeling so much better. Yeah, because the weight's lifted are, off. Things yeah. are working yeah. much more fluently. Yeah, so I've had yes. the similar thing. Uh, and, and people go, I'm more relaxed, I'm more focused on what I'm doing now. It's like this weight's gone. Mm. But anyway, that's good. Yes. And that's, well, it's good that the, you can achieve results once you get to the core yes. and deal with the core. And that's what we're talking about. So, guys, thanks for listening to our podcast. And we'll be uh, talking to you again soon. So cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye.